I am Jonathan Idol, a.k.a. Johnny Idol. And to my left, thank you for listening, by the way. But to my left, my uh, uh, talented, lovely, and somewhat hungover girlfriend, Bessie. Hi, yeah, Bess. hi. <laughs> <laughs> and across the table from us this week is a good friend of ours, professional wrestler, promoter, and now brewer of delicious beers. <laughs> what is it? In with the out crowd, Jeremy Leary? Yeah, well, I dropped. Jeremy, I don't know why, man. I, I've struggled with my name forever. You know, <laughs> I you know one day one day I'm gonna like meet. Well, probably not at this point, but one day if I ever decide to go for some like big corporate office job, like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna regret using my real name so much. They're gonna Google me yeah. and see see Skyler beating the hell out of me. And like, isn't that your wife? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I try dropping Jeremy and just. Change it up a little bit. Okay, so easier. Sorry. Do you see corporate job in your future? No, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. There was a time though where I was real nervous about the what ifs, or you know. Yeah, so. yeah. I had a like an office job for fifteen years, yeah. and I got to tell you, it was boring, and it was just <laughs> was no fun at all. And you know, so it's just I like have so much respect for people that can work Monday through Friday. I yeah. could not. I don't think I could do it. I would lose my mind. <laughs> I don't know how people do it. I, I do it now, but it's a it's a whole different ball game when yeah, you en- when you can enjoy what you're doing. So, well, why don't we talk about that first? How did this sure. happen? The, the the beer thing. We've talked about two weeks notice on here several times. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I've heard. On. Yeah, Mark was on it. Yeah, I remember that too. Uh, so, so beer. Uh, you know, I've always I've always liked. Uh, you know, some good social drinking and having some fun with it. And, We've uh, tipped a few. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely, definitely, and. Uh, how did I get into it? Um, it started. What was like your gateway? What was like your gateway crafty snobby beer? The gateway snobby beer? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I know it's going to sound kind of lame, but the one that really like helped me out and got me started was was the Harpoon IPA. It was yeah, like wrong with it that. was like the first solid one that, that kind of came around, and that kind of got me exploring. Sierra the other Nevada ones. was another. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I still love it. Time, so yeah. good. Yeah, I still love it. But mine was Newcastle. Weirdly, yeah. so Brown Ale. Mm, yes. That was like my. First one, but starts with that, and you know, on to be honest, I forget what band. I want to say like some punk band I used to like back in the day. We'll still, I want to say it was like the Necromantics or something. Okay, one of one of them just would always drink Newcastle, and I was like, oh, cool, I'm gonna try it because he's trying it, and ended up loving it. So that kind of turned into like Sam Adams, and then uh, maybe some Sierra Nevada, mm-hmm. like the Torpedo, and. Torpedo. And then, yeah, then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that when I like something, I have to dig all the way in and like try right. to see everything about it and yeah, try yeah, all yeah. the things. And so when I was doing my, uh, I, I worked at a place called Dairy Farms and I was like, I was like a sales guy with a route and I'd pa- unpack orders and it was mostly like grocery stores, like frozen stuff. Ben and Jerry's was our huge, oh, huge nice. uh, thing. And that was like the first job I got that was paying me well but holy wait can i swear yeah yeah oh holy shit was i miserable <laughs> anybody who knew me then could see how miserable i was i was like alone all day and I, I don't so much mind that part um but just driving from store to store and i don't know no offense to any grocery managers out there that might be uh listening but <laughs> some of y'all have the biggest like That's fucking biggest napoleon complexes i've ever seen and just like <laughs> to like throw their weight around and like treat people like garbage and i was just treated Mm. like garbage by so many of these people i was like man what do you want from me (laughs) yeah yeah i'm just here to do your ben and jerry's and make my living and uh but i was miserable uh the company i worked for lost ben and jerry so there's like huge layoffs yeah and 
that happened at about the same time Skyline was opening. Right. And uh, Murph, Avery, Megan, uh, I've known her since high school. And uh, Oh, really? Yeah, and this is when the first thoughts of two weeks notice were, were just like, I remember happening. That, yeah. Being and, uh, yeah. and, and she knew like, and she had since moved away, uh, to Boston, met Mark, got married, had a kid, uh, knew I would hit it off with Mark and knew I loved beer, even though I was at a much more ground level than Mark. So she got me in with skyline at first, uh, bartending. And I learned so, so, so much about beer from Lisa Yeah, because I knew, as far as I knew, I knew different styles and I knew like a couple hops, what they right. would bring to the flavor right. or table. That's probably um, where I am. Right. Yeah. That's probably yeah. Yeah, where I, yeah. At that much. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, she told Lisa when she had me interviewed, she said, you're not, you're not taking him. You're borrowing him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, fast forward. Yeah. Fast forward. <laughs> two weeks is finally up and running after like partnership changes, new location. And Mark was patient enough because I am a slow learner. Uh, and took me from the ground up with Bruin, and now I'm finally there full time. As of ah, that's so awesome. Yeah, like uh, August first was is when I went on full time. But before I was like going there, then dude four nights a week at the uh, bartending after, and it was just right. it was too yeah. much, too much. Yeah, yeah. you too have much. to you have to protect yourself from that too. By the way, let us just say really quick: the three people you mentioned, Murph, Mark, and Lisa, are like. Three of our favorite people yeah. on the planet. Yeah. They're all just so genuine awesome, and solid yeah. awesome. Really Agreed. cool. And you made an interesting point when you were leaving Skyline that COVID changed so much of what your job actually was at Skyline, oh, too. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, you became yeah. a server. Yeah, I wanted basically. to bartend. I never really signed up to like serve tables, but, and that's no fault like of theirs. That's deck. no yeah, fault of Skylines yeah. at no, all. I mean, right. no, you got to sure. roll with the punches and evolve or perish. That was every, but, everybody everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was still able to make a living, so it was cool, but it was it was just it was time to go. It was uh time to get more on the other side and I still I, I enjoy bartending. So I still do it one night a week at two weeks because I like having cash on me and right. I mm. enjoy doing it. So. Right. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So and, and the, for those of you listening, if you're interested, uh, very early on when we started this podcast, we had Mark from Two Weeks Notice on here yeah. and he, he did he did a, a great episode for us. So if you want to kinda of go back and give that a listen, please do. So Mark's such a good talker, right? Yeah. I lo- oh, he's man. He was great. I, I love and so laid back about it too. Yeah. You know? being so chill. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. In like New Hampshire, or like right out of high school, and his name was Mark the Narc because <laughs> his dad's a cop. And his oh, mom's... I love it. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. So, I freaking love that. Next man. time you run into him, what's up, Mark the Narc? <laughs> I will. I absolutely will. That's great. So why don't we? Um, what got you interested in professional wrestling? Oh, geez. Turning it on by chance when I was X years old. Who knows? Yeah, probably I, right. four or five, I'd say. Uh, I remember I it was. It, I remember it was superstars, and I remember distinctly. I don't remember who he was wrestling. Yeah. I, I think it was Owen Hart he was wrestling, but I distinctly remember Marty Jannetty. Okay, uh, that he, sounds like a great match. By yeah, the way. yeah, yeah. It was like a superstars, and uh, I, I it just caught my eye, like uh, Marty's attire and stuff, and what was going on, but like. It was also around the time of uh, WrestleMania 9 and seeing yeah. the giant Gonzalez, I was like, who the fuck <laughs> is that, dude? And, and looking back now, it's funny because, you know, now we're all 
bitter, critical, and he yeah. was such a terrible wrestler. Oh, he was but, one of the all-time but worst, but he looked amazing. when you're a four-year-old and you look yeah, right, at him, right. it's like, whoa. He was like 7'5 or something like uh, that, yeah. right? He's absolutely huge, but just also like wicked awkward, and like he he started off as like a basketball player, but he was so oh, unathletic, yeah. he really yeah. wasn't good at that either, even though yeah. he, you know, he could just reach up and he touch the rim. He was just a spectacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. The right. bodysuit. <laughs> By the way, you've uh, yeah they put him when he came over when it was WWF at the time. Yeah, he was he was uh, he was what uh, Giant Gonzalez in, yeah. in WCW. Then he came over and they put him in this big like a an airbrushed bodysuit with like eh. patches of hair on it, so he looked like this giant beast. It was eh. pretty ridiculous. Yeah, did he have like the Barbie dick? Huh? Or did he have like the Barbie dick on that fucking? Uh, What's the Barbie dick? Like where it's just smooth. smooth oh, smooth. Area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ken. It's, it's like flat. a nude bodysuit with the Barbie dick. He's flat in front like Ken. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Oh my god. Speaking of Marty Jannetty, now you've we'll 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 get into oh, into, into your promotion later too. But Marty, yeah. you've had him around a few times. He seems like a tremendously nice guy. Oh, he's so nice. Yeah, he, he he rocks and he rolls. And yeah, and he was like, I think it's really unfair because uh, he gets dumped on. And everyone says, "Oh, you're the Marty Jannetty of the team," because he was. It, that's really he was a really great worker in his oh, time. Oh yeah, totally. He was tremendous. Totally. If anybody called me a Marty Jannetty of the Rockers, I'd take it as a compliment. So he, he was <laughs> so good. He was really really good. I, I think I I listened to something with. Uh, Al Snow, when he was working in Smoky Mountain, and Jim Cornetta asked him, tell me anybody you want to work with, anybody yeah. for this match, and he said Marty Jannetty. Yeah. I, I bet that was an amazing match. Yeah. So we had both of them at a show yeah, at the I met, same time, yeah, yeah. but neither of them were wrestling. Uh, we had vendors bringing them in. I tried so hard to get them to do a new Rockers little <laughs> reunion, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it was just they both, between the two of them. It was just too much money. So Yeah, and Marty's I, ankle is a mess too now, right? He's yeah, this like was pump. a couple of years ago. I remember it was the same day as uh, 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 Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, and so we started the show a couple hours early because of it. And it was I stacked, remember that. and it should have been a much bigger show, but I think that really hurt it. So yeah, it really I did. I think that. so too. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Hardcore Holly was there. Uh, what Bob, a nice guy. Yeah. Cowboy Bob Orton was there. It was uh, Mia Yim, Reckoning, whatever. She was there before yeah. she was signed. It, it was a, it was fun, man. It was a good one. I remember like seeing now Bob Orton when I started watching wrestling. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm, I'm considerably older than you, right? So uh, when I started watching wrestling, Bob Orton was like one of the top guys. Yeah. And I here, now here I am. Here comes Bob Orton walking in. You know, <laughs> you, you hate to like fanboy out, but I totally fan, you can't. What a big dude. Yeah. He had like that just like old man huge, like yeah. just that old guy that's just just a big dude, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway, he seemed like a nice enough dude, he's, too. He's probably got the most dad strength. Like. Probably, yeah. right? Probably. Okay, so anyway, you became a huge wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. Loved it. Fell out for a little bit like everybody does. Uh, yep. Right around the end of high school. I remember I got back into it. It was probably three weeks before Eddie Guerrero passed. Oh, yeah. So I was back in. Man. And weeks later, he was go- he was gone. And that, like something like that happens in, you know, the the sentimental wrestling dork deep inside of me was like man you missed out on so many good things with him like because you weren't watching because you thought it wasn't cool and i was wrong because wrestling is the fucking coolest anybody who says differently can get bent uh agree more but and i was sad that i missed like i you know i wasn't actively watching when he won the title or anything yeah so that was pretty big at that point i was back in completely so yeah and uh 
That was what, 05, right? Right in November. About, sounds about it was right. Like November yeah. 05. I'm often with passed. like dates and like, you know, I mean, we know people who can rattle off the, the, the pay per view this was and what oh, year. Yeah. And I, I have top no idea. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And, yeah. Well, by the way, great guy, Top Shelf, uh, too, by the way. <laughs> so then, I mean, you just one day you just decided I'm going to be a professional wrestler. So I've always kind of wanted to. I did the same, like, I didn't know where to go, but I the same thing like you know the backyard with your best friends like yeah I remember Sam Moore yeah and Andy and they were like my best friends and we were we were all like obsessed and uh, I remember at this time I was like really actively playing in a hardcore band yeah and uh, Sam found a flyer for a show which I now know was big time wrestling yeah it was at the Knights of Columbus yep. in Chicopee I might have been on it I you were probably on I wrestled it. there a couple times. I remember it was like Jay Lethal versus Spike Dudley. But I didn't go. I yeah. was booked in uh, Binghamton, New York. I remember it so well, everything about it. I remember I was playing in Binghamton, New York. I remember the show was headlined by a band called 100 Demons. And Sam called me freaking out because he got like a flyer or something about the school. Yeah. About Kevin Landry's school. And at the time, it was uh, Chicopee. Yeah. Right near Cabot Street and right. everything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That built. And so we started going. The first bump I ever took, I remember the day, first day I showed up. Uh, none of the trainers really were, and uh, my first bump was with fucking Christian Frost. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. Heat-seeking uh, missile that guy is. Yeah, yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. Never was. No, no. Never man. was. He, he was just. He always talked down to people. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. He just, he just, That's why he's not around anymore because people don't let that shit fly anymore. Right, right, right. Which is good. But yeah, so I was going there for probably two months. And the school closed. Right. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah, because it moved, right? Yeah, because yeah. it was moving. So they was sold it in the, the building. Then they sold the building. No, it was. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. I think it was like ground level. At one time, it started on the fifth floor. That's where it started. It might have been. That I was a lot of fun that. bringing that ring up. I want to say it was ground closed. level though. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay. But I, yeah, that that closed about a couple months into training, and. uh they kicked everybody out of the building. Yeah, yeah. Remember, there was like a skate park next door. Yeah, they made really condos, cool. I think. They did, yeah. Yeah, they wanted... I don't think it ever happened, though, did it? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. No idea. And I remember the skate park next door like, had this huge party right before they got kicked out. And, yeah. But uh, anyways, a couple months later, it was probably like six months later. It was a yeah. while. We got the call that he found a new building in Palmer. Palmer, yeah. And uh, we were all meeting at a gas station there. And I remember this. It's so weird. All, all of my wrestling memories marked by death. Um, wow. We were at that gas station, and one of the kids got the WWE notification on their phone that Chris Benoit and his family were found. Wow. And that was the oh first day at Palmer. God. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So we were all like, whoa, what the heck? So we, like, practiced because we were already there, but we were all rushing home to see what see the heck what happened. happened. Yeah. yeah. I remember Sam being real shaken up. Oh, yeah, it was rough. Yeah, man. yeah, that, that was, was that well, was that so out of nowhere. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Paris Hilton or something got like out of jail that day. I remember <laughs> things about it. So like when we were watching so the random. news, well, yeah, because I, I remember being really pissed off because all I wanted to know is as much as I could about what the heck happened. Right, and instead they're telling me about fucking Paris Hilton it, you, getting out of jail. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally Come on, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And now it's huge news. You yeah, know, yeah, so. right. Um, and so then you, I, I think that's. I think that's where I met you is in Palmer. I think that's. When I believe we first so. Met. I believe yeah. so. Yeah, that's when we first met. I don't know because I didn't have my first match before we moved. Uh, we were at Palmer, and uh, I remember my first match was like a battle royal at uh, Turnverine. Oh yeah. What was it, Mike? What, what was Mike's last name? Mike. Which any, Mike? Any any P 
PW? Billy King's old partner, the Wild Boy. Oh, um, I don't know. He was a dickhead oh too, though. He, his, he was all right. He I, was, had, I can't remember his last name. But uh, yeah, so we had a battle royal, and it was again when I was pretty actively playing in a band. I remember we did like a ten day tour, and it was the day I got back from it, and we had that battle royal, and yeah. Then it was off. That was it. That was oh seven oh eight. Yeah, I, I think say. everybody's first match is a battle royal. Yeah, like everybody's. Yeah, you know, yeah I believe that. It's like yeah. they they basically Makes say sense. they like yeah. basically say just find somebody you know right. and that, that's more experienced, less than on you. the spot than you know just yeah. you and another and just guy. Just listen to them and do what they say. Just yeah, kind of yeah, just yeah. go out and get comfortable in front of a crowd. Yeah, it gets to the point where I would I would get in a battle royal and I would basically just like. I would grab somebody, I'd cream them, and I'd say, okay, cut me off. And then I would kind of just work my way around all four corners or something, play yeah. back here and there. i okay, I'm out, and they throw me out. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the safest way. You know, there's so many people that would, they tell you that. I'll never forget, we were in a battle royal somewhere, and the booker said, okay, to me, he says to me, you keep your eye on me, and I'll tell you when to start tossing guys out. You know, so, but then on the way out the door, he tells everybody, don't fucking bump. Stay on your feet because it's really dangerous. Sure. You could bump and take somebody out or somebody could step on you. There's yep. a million people. 25 right? people in the ring, you Which know. Which makes 50 feet. Yes, yes it does. <laughs> <laughs> so bell rings. Three seconds later, this dude takes a bump and hits my tag team partner on the side of the knee. Oh, no. Right? And he goes, he goes, oh, and goes down, <laughs> right? I'm like, now I'm pissed. We're right at the beginning of the match. Now yeah, I'm yeah, pissed. Yeah. I do I don't know, just little scuzzy little dude. You know, yeah. I just picked him up. I just pounded the crap yeah. out of him and literally physically threw him over the top rope. You know, Johnny <laughs> Idol Justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go over to I go over to my partner. I go, "You okay?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm fine." <laughs> <laughs> Such a jerk, you know. But whatever. Oh my god. So I, I was listening to. Have you seen these spaces things that are on Twitter? Now? No. Basically, people like get together and all talk, base like talk talk. And uh, Big Dan Champion does one every Friday morning. It's hilarious. But what a mood! That's that was at your last show, right? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. a monster! Yeah, and yeah, he's awesome. Uh, the topic was rock and rebel, and uh, this is getting off track a little. I just think the story that they told is too fucking good to okay. not tell since we're talking battle royals. Great, yeah. Rock and rebel, real piece of shit guy. Okay. Terrible human. Ended up being busted, being a pedo, like blah blah oh, blah. God. Wicked Carney. Regardless, uh, he did one ECW show. Oh, God. Yeah, and there was a battle royal on the show. Uh, Paul uh, just, e. real, just real quick, ECW was this promotion in Philly mm-hmm. that, like, I mean, I mean, it was it, ECW is extreme championship wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was, it, you, you guys would be three stories up going through tables. It was the extremist. And- Huh? It was the extremist. No, the extremist oh. in the country. Ah. Right? You get, you go to Japan. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. All on right, with, on it. with it. So, so Rock and Rebels in this, uh, it's he, he's thinking it's like this big moment. Uh, Paul Heyman tells him he's going over in the battle royal, oh, he's God. winning it, but he's not. <laughs> so oh, he's not actually winning. And it's like a huge rib on him. So all these uh. dudes in the battle royal are like throwing him over. And he's legitimately like fighting <laughs> to like stay in the <laughs> ring thinking he's going over. In it. And it was just like a huge rib with all of them. But oh. I don't know. I thought that story That's was fun. so funny. And I that wish I could ho- find that video. I was about to ask you if he's out there. That's hysterical. <laughs> you imagine until you're going over then everybody's just throwing him out. And he's literally <laughs> right. fighting to everybody's stay in. Everybody's in on it but you. Oh, God. Yeah. That's great. Shoot trying to stay in. That is hilarious. Yeah. I need to see that. So, um, um, 
do you have any like uh, like embarrassing uh, moments from early? I think we all have those moments when we first started, it. or looking back maybe at some of the early matches. You like you think you know because we all have some. You don't oh, have yeah. to give me anything specific, but you can. Just, well, you know, my attire have... first of all, uh, total like trash bagger, pleather shorts, and like I found some like shirt that was kind of like it's a damn on the back. Uh, did it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I asked you. I remember asking you, "Why are you wearing that shirt?" You show me because it says this on the back. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the shorts were so bad. <laughs> Everybody wore these like they looked like trash bags. You know, okay. with their shorts, yeah. It was like the 2000 to Time 2010 to indie. No, no, that's <laughs> that's one of those things that should stay gone. Um, <laughs> my attire was pretty bad. Um, we all had bad attire then. Yeah, we well, did. you know, then yeah, there wasn't as many resources. Like, right, exactly. I, I, it was very DIY for a lot of us. So yeah, found out about high spots and was like, okay, I'll get these pleather shorts and try to spray paint them and the spray paint doesn't really stick now they look even worse uh, <laughs> yeah that's all right yeah um it's all right only up from there what else do you remember like do you remember i want to say i was doing matches less than mike three lynch months. got it sorry mike oh lynch. yeah okay yeah. sorry sorry go ahead yeah, fuck him uh, <laughs> yeah uh but i was doing matches like maybe three months and uh, at the time, I was younger, and like all my friends would come. Like they, yeah. they knew they knew I liked wrestling for so long, and I was finally doing it. So I, I was able to draw a lot of ticket sales. Yeah. So he True throws story. me. So he throws me in this four way cage match, uh, with Frankie Arian, yeah, Slick Wagner Brown, yeah, and Bobby Fish, yeah. Uh, he knows I'm not ready to hang with those dudes, but right. he doesn't want me out out yet. Well, because the thing was too is like if he put you on early. Then all your buddies would leave. Yeah, they would leave. <laughs> yeah, to keep people true. in the room, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. But uh, yeah, so he knew I wasn't ready to like hang with these guys yet. So when I made my entrance, he had uh, Slick oh. attack me, and I like agreed to all this. Uh, he had Slick give me the appreciation bomb, the yeah. power, the modified power bomb onto the ring steps, and uh, oh, yeah, oh, brutal. That was honestly, and and. All the time I was in professional wrestling, that was one of the most sickening thuds yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Oh. It was like, like a flat, like, bleh, you know? It was like one of the only times in my life where I fell and did not hit my head but still heard a ringing somehow. Oh, like, God. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of, well, it's not kind of, it's a huge reason why I say fuck that dude, Mike Lynch, because like he came to me with the idea and I was like young and not right. ready to say no right. to a promoter. And like that shouldn't have been happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then he had me go back in the match and finish it with Frankie. But yeah, so that was, that was, uh. that's shitty. And, and I remember Slick being the pro he was telling me like, Dude, we don't have to do that. I can just kind of throw you against the cage with a power bomb. It'll be much easier. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, the promoter wants this, and I didn't know any better though. Yeah, well, right. yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I think you know we all had that. Yeah, you know, but so. that that was brutal. Ugh. That was rough. And I've done a lot of dumb stuff since then, and I, you know I like to like push my limits with that sometimes. But that was. Yeah, but even Ugh. even the bump you took at your last show there, that I mean, it was you you were no you were as high as the top top yeah, turnbuckle. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? You, you, you took yeah a, maybe six inch higher. Yeah, you took a big bump on like a hip toss yeah. over under under a door under a, under a door that was yeah. on two chairs, and it was safe. It yeah. was a, did it hurt? Yeah, I mean, fine, a little. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I had worse. I remember, I remember uh, one I did 
I wrestled uh, Brian Myers, Kurt Hawkins, and yeah. I, I came to him with the idea where he put a chair against my back and picked me up and body slammed me onto oh, yeah. it, but not on the ring, in the floor, gym oh, floor. Christ, oh, dude. my God. That, that, was, that was the dumbest one I signed up for. Oh, God. <laughs> that really, that, that was brutal. Oh, my God. That yeah. must have hit like your, your spine and your ribs. ribs man, because like, oh, it kind God. of was off to the side of the chair. Oh. That was rough, rough, rough. He must have been great to work with, though. Yo, one of my favorite matches of all time. Um, remember RPW? Yeah. It was there when I was, I, I had the strap there. Uh, it was like the last match of, I shit you not, probably 13 matches. So, And I told him, like, there's so many matches, man. So we kind of worked everybody there. Even Eric, God rest his soul, the promoter. Um, we didn't tell anybody except the referee. But we went out there, we started a match, and I faked, uh, Brian faked an injury just oh. doing like a lucha roll through, like uh, yeah. international spot. And as he was getting carried through, I was even looking at Eric, like, what do we do? What do we do? And then, like, he super kicked me, and we turned it into Falls Count Anywhere. <laughs> oh, wow. And I, I did that because I knew Eric would be okay with it because he had suggested it at yeah. first, but I was like, there's no reason. But yeah. so we went for it. Well, something oh. different. Nobody else is doing that on the show. Yeah, you have to, yeah. 13 matches, and you're on Crazy. last. You have right. to try to figure out. What what people Make haven't it done. Right. stand out. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, and yeah, that was one of my favorite matches of all time. And uh, I remember <laughs> it was the day before he got engaged to his now wife and baby's oh. mama. And he was great. That was awesome. That's and cool. And I've had a really great relationship with him ever since. And I have so many creative pro guys oh, that's at great. our show because he's, I think, probably the best school Probably oh, in the country. Oh, I, I, yeah! Look at the people he's turned. Yeah, out. <laughs> it's um, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. MJF, Max Caster, Chris Statlander, VSK, like Mark Sterling. Like, yeah. Well, you know, to an extent, but well, but yeah, but Mark, when Mark started going, he had trained with Kevin, yeah, yeah, but yeah. then now he kind of reinvented himself. Oh, and, completely. And he's, I, was, I could not be happier for him. Yeah, he's, you know, just doing his thing, and it's so great. I, he, I, he set the bar. You know, thirty-eight. Getting a contract for your first time—that's mm. insane. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Is that what he is? Thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So now we'll go ahead. What uh, what made you decide to be a promoter? You just had a brand that you wanted to put out there, and that's kind of what I'm. What I've thought maybe you had a brand, yeah. and nobody else was doing it. Well, so I've been putting on like punk rock hardcore shows since high school. Yeah. So I knew like yeah, how to get buildings, how to get people to come somewhere to an extent. Um, I remember Johnny. Torres Miyagi yep. introduced me to Chikara yep. and I loved it because it was so outside of the box. Right. And, uh, I just for so long um, wanted to bring that weirdo flavor to our area because there was none of it. There <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was, we had a good scene. There was always good houses around here, but it was, it, it felt like it was a lot of the same show, right. the same guys doing the same thing. And right. so that was a big part of it. And I wanted it, I wanted it, to get that weird shit in, mm. but be a little rough around the edges and a little rock and roll feeling and right. a little punk rock feeling. And so I, I went for it. I remember I had planned uh, initially I was going to do it. Do you remember Russell jam? Yeah. They'd have like one show a year. Yeah. I was going to do something like that where I'd have like two shows a year yeah. initially. And Eric Newton was yep. going to help me. And uh, he, he like signed off on a venue for me like the day he went to the hospital and didn't come out uh, again marked oh by death God. this is so weird wow. I've never realized that seriously yeah it really wow. is it's these weird things it's marked like by people speaking of time to wrap this up dude I got some living to do <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like a trail no of death through this well, yeah. podcast this week but then when he since he was gone I just 
wanted and you know things changed drastically at RPW after he left. I just wanted to make it more permanent. And so yeah. I just rolled with it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um I, I, don't, I don't recommend it to anybody. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's you, you now here's the problem. Yeah. I think there are this is what I wanted to talk to you about. I think there's a big problem with uh professional wrestling where and I'm not going to get into styles of wrestling. It's not even what I'm talking about because you know I'm not, I was not a big fan of the Chikara product, but I can mm-hmm. understand its appeal. Yeah. That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the freaking egos and people like wrestlers forgetting that they're entertainers yeah. and mm-hmm. and there's there's they're, they're a cog in a wheel. And I just think that gets lost on a lot of people, and I think that's the biggest reason why I never ran shows. I don't want to deal with wrestlers, you know. So how's that been for you? Uh, it's had its times yeah. for sure. Um, I agree. I agree so much with you. And another big motivation to doing Blitzkrieg was to uh, have a locker room full of good people. And you can't nail everybody. Some right. people obviously ended up being terrible that I thought were good. Uh, but I, I think it's at a point now where. Our locker room, maybe I'm being naive saying this, but our locker room really seems like friends. We enjoy oh, each other's yeah. company. Awesome. We, It's like we got a good core, guys, that's not just like anybody else's around here anyways. Mm. and We don't just cherry pick the best indie darlings from around. And right. Like we're building our guys and giving them a chance to grow. Yeah. But uh, it's so important to me. So, But I agree with you so much. And uh, I'll be honest, there, there, was, there was one guy... There's only one guy that ever acted like a dick to me in your locker room. I don't know his name. I can't remember his gimmick, but I can tell you this much. It was a Chikara guy, and he was a dick. I don't remember. He you was have long dick. blonde hair? No, he did not. What he he did not. I don't know, but can he was just... Can you sketch him for us? Right I, I, he, had like a, he, had, he wore like a metal helmet thing on his head. Going out to the ring, had lights in the eyes, I think, or something. But he was a complete dick. Couldn't stand him. I literally said to him, like, fucking settle down, man. What the... Fucking calm down. I can't. I can't picture who it was. Yeah, I don't sure know. it was the Chikara guy. Uh, maybe not. Maybe just a gimmick that was like. Maybe I don't you know. Just projected that onto him. Maybe yeah. <laughs> well, I, it, there was a time when anybody who had an outlandish gimmick like that, you were like, oh, like Chikara. Sure. You an ant? You an ant, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, I can't remember, but he, man, he was just like, just short and and I mean, I asked him the simplest question. I can't remember what it was. He's like, yeah, what? No, I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah. I'm literally asking this. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Like, be a human. But it was know, when you were wrestling? Yeah, huh. yeah. It might have been something little like, uh, like I just like something that literally, if I did this thing, it, w- it would prevent me from inconveniencing him in some way. And he was a complete cock. Yeah, I w- wasn't a fan. I don't remember. But that was the only one. I can't, I, I'm gonna have to go through the archives. I don't know. <laughs> um, it was at the it was at the school in Enfield. That's right. High was. school. Yeah, yeah. And huh. You wrestled against him? No. No. Oh. no, no, no. He was just some dude. Like Just dude. like an interaction in the locker room. Like interaction room. in the, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in Gorilla. Huh. An interaction in Gorilla, you know, and just like, Whatever. fuck him with barbed wire. I don't know. <laughs> fuck him. What? What, you know, I, I would like to say this, though. I, I wanted to put this out there that um, when I decided I was going to, to call it and I put a time frame on it, yeah. you know. I'll say this, too. You always took care of me. 
while I was there, you always gave me good opportunities and fun people to work with. Fuck it, I got to have Jimmy Hart as my manager. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, that was you know, awesome. It was yeah. Mark and Top Shelf Troy Nelson, the, yeah. the, the program we had with them. It was such a good time. And I'll, I can admit it. I, can, I have no problem saying it, but at that point, I had lost more than a step. You know what I mean? I was slower and I, did, I didn't have, you know, but you still took really, really good care of me and oh, I really thanks. appreciate that. And, and for my last match there uh, with Mark Sterling, yeah, yeah. Alan, you know, and, and just, you really took good care of me. So thank remember, you so much yeah, for that. Yeah, you got it, man. I remember that, I remember that well. Um, yeah, one of my fondest memories still with Blitzkrieg, even though uh, I, I rarely see Marshall McNeil anymore, but like Aww. when you guys had Jimmy Hart and yeah. you guys just got in the ring and Marshall was hitting the ropes back and forth when and Jimmy, Jimmy oh. directed him. And like you could just kind of like from the outside see it in Marshall's eyes, how much it meant to it. Like it was, oh, yeah. it was so cool. Yeah, that was awesome. And what was great to find out too is he is such a great guy. Oh, yeah. My God, most of the, the names, finger quotes, you know, they'll kind of like just have their area. Then they come over when it's time to work and they do their thing. Again, right. Grell was cool too, by the way. Oh, he he's one awesome. of my favorites. What an awesome guy. But then, and then Jimmy's like, uh, anything you want to do, Jimmy? And he's like, he's like, nah, I'm here for y'all, baby. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, awesome. <laughs> You know, so really, really great. He was awesome, yeah. Yeah, he was an awesome guy. Yeah, him, uh, Gangrel, one of my favorites. Uh, Swoggle. Can't yeah, say enough so good things funny. about that dude. Swoggle's yeah, great. That was awesome. That was like, that was one of the first long-term like stories, feuds going on there. So yeah. I, I had a lot of fun with it. And I sure I'm did. I'm glad you guys did too. Oh, it, it, was it went so everywhere. Fun. It went to a thousand matches against each other to joining up to Mark Turning. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Ending with your career. And I thought, yeah, it was cool. It was it really, was cool. really fun. I had a great time with well, it. Thanks, you know? man. Really, uh, yeah, really fun. I, I try to keep that, you know, I try to keep that in check with it. it it's, to me, it should be like, I want Blitzkrieg to be such a variety show. Mm. Right. I want a high flyer match. I want uh, yeah. I want a deathy match. Uh, I want long-term storytelling. I want a spot fest, and I want a technical match. Right. I want all yeah. of these things. Like, yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to fill up our card with just one thing, and I think that I think that comes through. I think mm. I, anybody that looks into promoting, man, it is definitely a marathon and not a sprint. It's got to be. It, it, yeah. Because it was brutal for a while, and just... Remember, I remember having to give uh, Brianna, I think she went for me, the second show we ever did, I had to give her two different ATM cards to go take $400 each out oh, of both of them man. because it was too much to take out of one ATM at a time and oh I just my lost God. my shirt so bad on oh, that show. that's rough. Yeah, and then, you know, you have instances like the, you know, uh, Just Incredible when that happened, and it just it. What happened with Justin Incredible? Oh boy! She, Wait! Oh, I remember. <laughs> that. I remember. Yeah, that was wrong. Oh, he just he was all hammered. He jumped in the ring. Yeah, and I ended up screaming at him, and somebody filmed it. Obviously. Yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah. I just didn't. I I don't know. Everybody's an armchair quarterback with that, but when you're there in the moment, you have no yeah. time to prepare for something like that. Yeah. You just right. you look out for you and your own first, and you know let, let some me, things I could have said differently, sure, but whatever, dude. Yeah. You were, you spoke from the heart to him at that. I remember that. Yeah. You really spoke from the heart, and yeah. just like you know, and I I'll say this: like I've known him. You know, he was you know he came around a lot when I started, and he was around a lot, and um, he has his demons, but uh, as when he's when he's sober, when he's clean, he's really really nice guy and what a worker man yeah. I, I remember i worked with him and it was so easy to work with him you know and i mean have you had other interactions with him where it was cool that was yeah wild. before that he was doing like loops in maine with us and just random shows here and there the thing is uh i said it on there and i got you know so many trolls like 
oh, that's your that's your hero. But like, he was my ECW guy. Yeah. That's a, that's a shoot. He was my absolute number one favorite. Why wouldn't he ECW? Well, he's guy. an amazing worker. He was fantastic. Yeah. I I still like I still hold out this hope in the back of my head that he'll get in a good enough place and I'll get to wrestle him once because like that's like one guy like all of my friends got to like. Mm. Wrestle matches with, and I just never did, and uh it it just it hurts, it bums me out, and I just I want him to get better so bad, and like, I, and you know, I hear he do, is doing a lot better. That's so, great, you know, but I hope one day it could still happen. But for now, I'm uh, blocked on Twitter and everything. No, really? so, oh yeah, dude. you blocked you on Twitter? Yeah, oh, that's so, a yeah, shame. Yeah, but but what why? What did you do wrong? Well, it was after the fact, but I was it was I was mouthing off about Battlefront and Dan Gore. And, oh. <laughs> Oh, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, brother. 20 years. Yeah. 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 20 years. 21 matches in 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I remember I said that to him. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. I had a match last night. I said, what are you up to? About 15, 16? (laughs) You know? know? I'll tell you. So he. He started beefing with Blitzkrieg when it was completely unnecessary because our shows are apples and oranges. Right. And uh, something something happened. I can't remember what, but in his Battlefront like Facebook roster page, he wrote like piece of shit like Leary gets no respect from me and you can go ahead and tell him that I'll tell him to his face. Oh yeah. Somebody screenshotted it and, and sent, sent it to me. Yeah. He, they did exactly what he said he could do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he was at a PVP show at the Eastfield mall. Yeah. And I approached him. I was like, Hey motherfucker, like here, I have the screenshot right here. He, don't try to shake my hand. Like, yeah. this is what you said. Let's see it. And now, like, every time he goes on Facebook Live, he tries to say, like, I threatened his life and, like, he's still going to talk to lawyers. And it's just like, oh no, dude, I just challenged you to do what you said you were going to do. You were going to tell And you coward. Of so, course. And, and somehow I'm still the dickhead. But whatever. I, I, I buried the hatchet with him or so I thought. I reached out to him. I said, listen, man, this is dumb truce. And then, like, I still am getting all these screenshots about it. And, like, so yeah. he's saying all these things. And I was like, fine then, man. But... Whatever. What's the point? Yeah. What? He, yeah. I'll, I'll be the first to admit it, it rents too much space in my head. Yeah. It doesn't even need to. And yeah. Free space in your head for free. For yeah. Free. He's staying there for free. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you just did this show at two weeks notice. Uh, yeah. Do you want to? Dude, uh, that just... was a blast. We had so Thank much you. fun. Yeah. I forgot how fun it was to like go to shows and yeah. watch your friends wrestle yeah. and just have fun and just yell and boo and cheer. Well, and just by have the a good... time that you were at the end of your career. Yeah. It like watching you get ready and leave the house and like try to mentally prepare oh, yourself. It was rough, dude. It I was, was in like, so much pain. Yeah. It was like a job for both of us. Yeah. You know? So I think that we had both gotten like burnt out in different aspects. Right, like I'm yeah. watching you and yeah. you're trying to like finish it out strong. That this, you know, we haven't gone to a show for years. And then we heard about your show at two weeks notice. At one of our favorite breweries as a wrestling show with my friends. That are totally unconnected. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, hey, we there's a wrestling show at two weeks. Are you going? And I'm like, I well, we so. are now. <laughs> we know them. Good. I'm glad so, y'all enjoyed it. I just yeah, wanna, it was a I w- blast. We had so much fun. I forgot how fun it was. Listen, folks, if you're considering going, just go. Put down your expectations yeah. and just go and just let go for a few hours and just laugh and have a good time and just, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. that there was that was a charity show, right? It wasn't a charity show. Oh, okay. uh, it was just a show. But then one of our more faithful f- uh, fans, a uh, dude named Chris yep. and his wife, Jocelyn, uh, he got non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Fuck. Mm. He, he is now in remission. Good. But uh, just recently. Wow. But, um 
he had to quit show. his job. He had to everything. And uh, so that show, and we're doing it this Saturday too, right. but because even though he's in remission now, he still has hefty, hefty bills. Oh, right? yeah. Yes. So we decided to do a raffle to raise some money, help him out, help him pay a couple bills. Yeah. I, I was happy with it, man. We, we did it with probably eight days before the show we put it together and uh we raised wow. them like 500 so that's great oh, nice. yeah yeah so I mean, just under i think but that's, yeah. that's awesome that's i mean that's amazing. that's great yeah it's well, not a ton but if it's one bill that yeah. he doesn't yeah. have to stress about and one thing he doesn't Anything. have to worry about yeah. he's got enough to worry about right now you know so yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. and he's, you know? a, he's a dad like yeah, yeah so well um why don't we talk about this weekend show then why don't we get the details on that well we're doing the same thing yeah it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's we're, we're gonna do the raffle again it's yeah. not it, yeah. you know it's not a charity show like where all the doors going to it or anything right, right. we are attempting to well raise you have bills money. to pay too for the show so yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of them for this one yeah <laughs> this with this new venue but um yeah so it's this saturday september 18th uh Really excited about the venue. It's uh, the legendary Tower Square in Springfield. Amazing. Mm-hmm. It total was like West when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah dude. Mm-hmm. Total like 1994 mall vibes in there. It's mm-hmm. like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, right outside the White Line Brewery. So uh, Ray is who helped me make it happen. One of the co-owners of, uh, or, no, I believe he's sole owner, but of White Lion. He's a, he's a great, great, great guy. We're going on a Bax and O'Brien tomorrow with him actually. Right on. Um, and. Uh, it's right outside there. I've been working with I've been working with the people at Tower Square. I'm really, really, really proud of this card. I, I really think it's going to have no down points, and I know you know I, I think it's going to be go 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 all the way through. Um, and I'm trying to give a little of everything. And in a couple matches are matches that a couple of the people that work for us really, really wanted to work with some of these people. Great. So that's always exciting and uh i'm i'm stoked but it starts at a uh, doors can be at six meet and greet with the warlord at six bell time at seven try to be out of there by 10 the warlord yeah uh, he was he I, i'm dying to know uh, how this goes because he's yeah what a he's huge monster he was a monster yeah great so it's it's uh this saturday the 18th yep in Tower Square in yeah. Springfield, Massachusetts, right My outside of Whitlock. birthday, I just want to <laughs> nice. oh, oh, that's make very, sure everybody knows. Very important everybody knows <laughs> yeah. that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. It only 15, comes once a year, you know. 1500 Main Street. All right. Come celebrate Bessie's quarter birthday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Anthony Green's first time back with us since his oh. little stint with the WWE. So I'm really excited to have him back and... One of the greatest people I know in wrestling. So. I love him. Yeah, and he's so he's so up for like anything. You have such a such a good time with him. He's, yeah. he's so fun to to wrestle, and he's so great. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, he's the best. I'm so glad. I'm not. I'm not. I was very devastated actually when he got released. I remember I saw you. You saw that day. Night. I was like at, legitimately really sad, but selfishly, it's very exciting to have him back with us. And, yeah. In, He's really talented, yeah, and he's really young, and it's not the end for him. It's not. No, he is. No, it so, can't be. No way. Yeah, absolutely not. He's he's so talented, and he's he's yeah. going to be fine. He's, yeah. he's going to pick up somewhere, and and then who knows? It's 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 Herdy, on from there. Heard he was on the other programming <laughs> this this weekend for a taping. So he was he be, might be showing up on your dark real soon. Oh yeah, yeah wink so, wink. Yeah, right on. <laughs> like as if it's a secret. Three clicks on Twitter, and you'll see the pictures up. And so, <laughs> well, good yeah. for him though. Maybe yeah, yeah. maybe he'll get picked up there. That's hope great. So. I hope he gets picked up anywhere. He deserves it. But yeah, so Anthony Green, uh, Legion of Raw, Hall Wicked, and Frightmare against the Batiri, which two guys that can go now like they could in 2006, which is insane. Batiri, well, yeah, both of those teams. And yeah. Hall Wicked to me is just like he is like the. Uh, 
the measuring stick for indie wrestling. He's oh, well. the he's the most underrated guy in the world. He and I, I'm just so excited to have him a part of Blitzkrieg and I'm really excited and I'm really proud of this whole card and you know, I I, I don't know. I, I, I wish I could have more people, more friends involved, but I, I've I'm really proud of this card, and it's going to be all killer, no filler, and I truly believe that. I truly, truly believe Especially that. Especially a new venue, too. You kind of have to hit hard. Want to, you yeah. Know, you During know what the I mean? Big E. Huh? Yeah. During the Big E. Oh, point. boy. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Well, it doesn't hurt that you have a brewery yeah, right I mean, there. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> that doesn't hurt any, yeah. Well, there are, I mean, there are going to be people from this immediate area with the Big E happening that actually literally try to yeah, get try away. Yeah, to get away. Like so maybe they're, they're looking for something else to do out of town. They're going to wind yep. up over there. So We've got it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got it. Right. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to touch on before we move on? No, no, man. I, that's uh, This is a good talk. We told some funny stories, talked a little shit. Put our stuff over. That's like, uh, <laughs> kind of the wrestling. Yeah, business, yeah, right? yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's good. All right, moving on. All right. The final three. Pew, 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 pew. All right, these are the final three questions of the podcast. Uh, question number one, how do you take your coffee? Uh, original final three. The original three, final three. Yeah, yeah. We go back to the original one because it's your first time here. Yeah. So. Uh, I take my coffee with as many flavors as I can. <laughs> it's funny. You know, we do our double brew days. We start at 5 a.m. at two weeks. And as soon as we mash in, we go to Dunkin' Donuts. And I, <laughs> the look the look of utter disappointment and shame in Mark's eyes every time I'm like, hi, I'd like a cold brew with four coconut, four mocha, oat milk, and a, some, like, oh my he just, God, that's the he, best. Oh, the disappointment in his eyes. <laughs> it's just so good. How does he take his? He takes his two large iced coffees, two sugars, one cream. Yep. Like Straight Boston forward. boy through yep. and through, yep. loves yep. his yep. Dunkin'. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, Dunkin' sucks. Let's go to Java Stop where I can yes. get a peanut butter wham wham cookie topper, whatever. And espresso, <laughs> chocolate covered espresso yeah, yeah. beans. Yeah, I'm not in it for the coffee. I'm in it for the caffeine through and through. So, Are you a, caf- you a daily coffee drinker? I'm a daily caffeine drinker. Whatever's available. Sometimes it's bang. Sometimes it's a cold brew. Mm. I've been trying to lean off like the monsters and Red Bulls because they're so bad for you. Poison. You know, I I also need to get shit done. So necessary evil. (laughs) I am am a full on like caffeine addict. Yeah. If I don't. If I don't have coffee like right away, I will get like a migraine and it'll ruin the rest of my day. Yeah. It's like, it is like, it is rough, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And I do my frequent caffeine purges (laughs) where I'll like have a coffee every day and then be like, no, that's enough. And I'll go for like two weeks without anything. I haven't done it forever, but I used to go a week cold turkey like a couple times a year just to get my tolerance out. I'd get the headaches the first two days, like totally. I haven't done it forever though. But speaking of coffee though, if you like the flavor, dude, there's a cinnamon toast crunch creamer. Oh, uh. Mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a coffee flavored coffee guy, yeah, but every now right. and then, those 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 creamers, those yeah, yeah. Uh, those sweetened creamers, you can get. Yeah, and they're not they, dairy too. It, they will. They can save bad coffee. Yeah, they really can. Yeah. They can cover mm. up like somebody that like Jiffy Lube coffee. I yeah, call yeah, it. yeah. They can, they can, <laughs> yeah. The waiting room coffee. Yeah, they can save that. All right. Question number two: What is the last movie you saw, either at home or in the theater? Without any spoilers, do you have any thoughts? Oh boy, movie, movie, movie. Um, ah, crap. I'm I'm such a show guy now. I'm such like that's an fine, episodic can, show guy. That's fine. You can say that too. Oh, We've yeah, done that. Can, We've yeah, done that give too. Us a yeah. oh, that what, did, what have we just finished? Uh, 
We're, Brianna and I were very late with the Shit's Creek, but we finished that. Um, uh, okay, look. We keep trying. We keep and trying. We just can't. And everybody because, like, just get through the first season. Yes, because they're fucking terrible. They're you terrible. Think. <laughs> but well, you no, learn to like, love their quirks and stuff. It grows. Well, like, I just don't character think it's development funny. is fucking awesome. Man. Really? Yeah. 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 We, All right. You're not the only one tried. to say it. Yeah. Everybody but says, we like watch it. We just sit there watching the TV like without any change in facial expression. Yeah. The only redeeming dude at the beginning is Eugene Levy. He's yeah. like the and, and the rest of the family are like, oh man, these are the people I hate. But it it, it does happen. Yeah, well, but I'm the same with right. the office. We'll try again. Same with the office. Everybody tells me to get past the first season, and I cannot do it. Really, I can't do it, man. I don't. I don't know. I'll, I, I'll try and try and try. I want to love it the way everybody. Yeah, loves it. Yeah, that's how we feel about Shit's <laughs> like, Creek. We're like, right. we really yeah. want to yeah. get this bug. Everybody loves it. Yeah, we can't do it. Shit, what was the last movie though? I can't remember. Who's who's the mom in, in no Shit's Creek? It's Catherine O'Hara, right? It's, uh, yeah, she's McAllister. The, <laughs> the mom from Home yeah, Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so great. Yeah, and, and all those. And all those like uh, Christopher Guest movies, like Best in Show and stuff, really great. Okay, so you don't know if you saw? Uh, I don't know, but I'm really excited for the Sopranos movie. That's gonna be my return to the movie. Is that yes. a movie or is it? I thought it was a series. No, no, it's a movie. It's the, a movie. The, it's a like a prequel. Oh, I know what movie it was. Suicide Squad. Oh, how was that? We heard it was awesome. Things. Yeah, it was awesome. You could tell the people who hate it are the people who didn't actually like any comic books growing up. Yeah, right, I got right, you. Right. Because they're like, oh, I've there's like that. a, yeah, I've there's a giant octopus. That's not real. It's like, bro, like, there's also one of the guys Suspend is a shark. reality. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I, You're just going to have to accept that it's yeah. part of this universe. I love it. Yeah. I was never a huge comic book guy, but I love comic book movies. Yeah. I, hey. I love them. I, I love because you can just kind of yeah. you can just forget about what's realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just go just in and have fun. I, and then, to be honest, I wasn't either. I loved Batman comics and I, I, I loved uh, the Green Lantern. But other than that, those were the only two I would like always pick up and read. But yeah. who do you think was the best movie, Batman? Oh my God. The trilogy, the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I'll put that's like with Star Wars with me. Yeah. People like my age are all about Michael Keaton, you know, but... but and it's great, too. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think the trilogy was so well done. Uh, oh, it's great. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, I never get one. tired of it. I haven't seen the third one yet. I still haven't what? seen it. I know. I know. Crazy, right? That's like when I say, I never saw Big Trouble in Little China. I get that shit off. What? Yeah, oh, see? My God. <laughs> I've been trying to hammer down the time uh, to show her uh, Escape from New York. With Kurt Russell. I don't know that I saw that either. There's a couple oh, of those that so I get a lot of great. shit for. Die Hard. You've never seen Die Hard? Not a single one. I saw it for the first time in the theaters when they had, it was like the 35th oh, really? anniversary. Yeah. They played How was it again. It, As it somebody was my, awesome. Yeah? Okay. It was great. It's fantastic. Okay. It is fantastic. It's, it's worth a it's, watch. Yeah. Oh, I don't so think good. I would hate that one or Big Trouble in Little China, but... Some of us just have that rebel in us that when people tell us to watch something yes. so much, you like fight it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I'm probably shooting myself 100%. in the foot for it. So, Big yeah. Trouble in Little China is like that over the top kind of comic book movie style kind of yeah. thing. You know, yeah. it's uh, you know. Did you see? Sounds uh, amazing. Huh? Sounds amazing. It is amazing. And Kurt Russell's great from Springfield, Massachusetts. Yeah. By the way, he's born in Springfield. Dude, I just watched Sopranos during the pandemic. Because the people with the shirts and shit were so annoying to me, like shoving it down my throat when it was a thing. What was I missing that whole time? That was amazing. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yep. Uh, question number three. Do you have a local small business that you are not directly affiliated with that you would like to give a plug? Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. Um, I love. Tell, tell us all of them. Yeah, you can do more yeah. than one. I really don't care. Oh, sure. Well, we like take it as a recommendation for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we go to some of these places. I hope we, people do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the point. Uh, geez. Um, well, I, 
it'd be crazy for me not to shout out like the breweries that are you know, we've become really tight with. So like uh, Vanish Valley, mm. uh, Rustic Brewing, uh, White Lion, Back East. I uh, love you know the, the local breweries. That's that's my favorite. Uh, but besides breweries, because that's kind of obvious for me, I love the Rail Trail Ale House in Southwick. The, okay. The pizza is phenomenal. Really? If you like, if you like like brick oven New York style, it's amazing. Like, and you would never know it because it was what Skybox or whatever. Yeah. It was like the shittiest bar in Southwick, yeah. and these yeah. new people bought it. And like, yeah. um, what else? Java yeah. Stop, I love because they make coffee not taste like That's coffee to me. Great plug. Java Stop <laughs> is the best. Java yeah. Stop had they have like a peanut butter mocha that that's like yeah. that's like one like that it's like chocolate with mm-hmm. peanut butter or something and that's like Ky- my, Kyle's kicking cup. Maybe I don't is remember it peanut the butter cup one. Yeah, they're 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 good friends with uh with our good friends Nick and Nicole. They, oh really? They oh them, really? They know them very well. Yeah. They opened over here. Yeah, originally many many yeah. years ago. Yeah. And then had to close because they had a very preemie baby. Yeah. And had to really focus on that. And my mom and I used to go all the time, and we just kind of like stayed in touch with this is loosely yeah yeah no kidding and then yeah. they reopened like yeah. 10 years later at the uh their location in agawam and it was like Great seeing people. old friends yeah you know it was like such a good feeling to know that they made it through all that and yeah. they have pictures on the walls of their kids grown you know yeah. grown Great doing people. well. Great, great, yeah. great people. Good yeah, they're people. awesome. I love how Good when you get products. a coffee there, there's a couple oh. of chocolate covered espresso beans yeah. on top. Just kickstarted co- a little bit. Yeah. Sure, why not? There you go. Ah, uh, jeez. Who they else? caffeinated peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is really good, yeah. Uh, Hotkeys. At the oh, nose. So oh, good. Love them. Ridiculous. Yeah, I love them. Two Rivers Burrito. Uh, I just went there for the first time. Was I, they had that thing on the green in Westfield, and I did a set there, and I was... Oh, I, cool. And, uh, and I'm like, I'm hungry. I need to eat something. I went over there and got a quesadilla. It was tremendous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tremendous. They have... <laughs> we could, I know you and I could talk food all day. All day. Because we're day. wicked foodies. <laughs> As a hungover they, person. Yeah. I'm oh, just, like, salivating over yeah. here. Oh, man. They have this, they have this jalapeno-infused honey. That they do themselves, and it is amazing. It Whoa. is It's awesome. like this amazing, amazing flavor. So. Ooh, on ice cream? Yeah. yeah that sounds great. Try to think, well, what, what else is my favorite? Oh, dude, have you been to Four Dads in Granby? No. Oh, I got offered a gig man. there tonight that I couldn't That's take. I got up there dads. again, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I couldn't take it. I got Yo, up yesterday. I got offered it. Old Skyline vibes in that it's a little, like, it's yeah. tight together. Like, everybody's friendly, blah, blah, blah. Great, great food. It's like pub food, but it's all homemade. I love pub Sweet. food. Like yeah. chicken and waffles. Yes. And like they got these uh, boneless wings that are called Terminator, and they're not as spicy as they sound, but... It's a spicy sauce with brown sugar and like bacon bits on it, and it's amazing. Mm. So yeah, go to Four Dads. Yeah, okay, it's funny great. It's like Forefathers. <laughs> huh? That's good. No, it's Fun. a great, great spot. I think you guys will love it. All right, cool. Yeah, we'll check it out. Sweet. I I we'll want to go back that. um as far as uh Hutkies. Uh my cousin Oh, their my, food is so good. I love their food. I love their cocktails. Their it's vibe like a, in there. It's like it feels like an old like speakeasy kind yeah, of yeah, these totally. old school totally cocktails does. and yep. old school food. It feels uh, like a secret. My cousin Mike Patty Bouvier. My cousin Mike Lemmy, he was on here once before. He's a he's a, a stand up comedian, and he wants to do a show with me. And I, I'm 
considering talking to them there. Like, he wants me to play yeah. an acoustic set, and then he d- does his show or something. I should probably talk to them and try to They'd get that hammered down. They'd be open to it. Uh, Jibo actually was just at the brewery earlier today picking up a keg because they finally oh. got a draft system. Awesome. Oh, cool. so, yeah, yeah. And you guys are like the first yeah, beer in there? back room there, man. One of them, so, yeah. Great. One of them, Congratulations. Yeah. That's great. What, what what beer are you working on right now? Let's t- touch on that before Ooh, we end up. What do we got? So we just kegged up our fest beer today what's this like an Oktoberfest. oh nice nice uh i grabbed one we have one log where i get to like mess with just one log worth of beer instead of a whole batch mm. okay. so i added some cinnamon to a log and mm. i think that's gonna be really good a log yes. is in a logger log no a small keg it's oh okay. Six, okay five gotcha. gallon keg um, oh gotcha uh six tell other people call it um what else we got a brown ale coming out we're about to shut down for the biggie yeah 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 but we got a brown ale coming out i'm excited about Keepers of the Cake, uh, the series we do that's all like dessert inspired. We have like a cinnamon bun stout coming Ooh. out. Um, trying to think what else. What was the? You have a there was a sour there when I played there Saturday. What's the sour that was dude, there? Dude, right now? sours are so good. So good. Cut my pie into pieces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is my last dessert. Right, is there cans of that? <laughs> Maybe I, I was, don't know after the weekend. I was going to get that, yeah. but I, I didn't even see it. So I got uh, I got one of the IPAs, I think. And then I'm playing, and people I know are showing up, so they're just buying me beers, whatever he's having. So I didn't get a chance to get the yeah. sour. So I'm like, man, I really wanted to try that. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm like, might be my favorite one that we've done too. What what is what, so what cool. is it? It's a strawberry rhubarb. Fuck. Uh, the, the rhubarb gives it this like kind of like a wine like flavor to it I that bet. works so well for a sour. And, yeah, I, I'm so into them. I maybe should I text Mark and say, hey, do you have it? You have those canned? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I'm gonna I, be back there in the morning. I don't know if we're sold out yet, but we might be after the weekend. We might not be. But it was a slow weekend, as you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And if yeah. it was there Saturday. There's a good chance it's still there. All so. right, I'll text you tomorrow and see if it's there. I want to okay. get. I want to get. I want to get yeah. some of those. Great. And then uh, we're pouring. We're pouring our beer though. Uh, we're pouring our beer at Punk and Trouble in Worcester on uh, September 25th. What is it? It's oh. uh It's a Punk and Trouble festival. Punk it's, and Trouble. Uh, I love yeah, it. It's No Effects, the Mighty Mighty Boston's, and Pennywise, oh. and like and a craft beer festival. So cool. when is that? That's November, uh, September 25th. My cousin's wedding. Uh, of course, of course. Son of bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that is our, listen, That we were at a wedding last night. Yep. That's why we're 12th, a little under the weather 18th, today. 18th, 25th. Yeah, three weeks in a row. Bump, yeah. bump, bump. Yep. Son of a bitch. That yeah, but, sounds like, I would have <laughs> loved it. Our friend Jackie lives in Worcester. We would have gone. Yeah, yeah. I would have like been the best. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Well, all right, why don't you give a nice final plug on your show? Give them all the details. and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Saturday, September 18th, Blitzkrieg Pro, uh, Eat the Meek. Uh, please, I'm I, doing everything I can, and I mean that, and I lose nights and nights of sleep over it, but I'm trying to bring the absolute best wrestling card I can bring to Western Mass around. I'm not just throwing people on that can sell tickets. We barely have any locals, as a matter of fact, but I, I just believe in them and the product so much that uh, I think if you even give it a chance... You will love it. We've converted so many non-wrestling fans, oh, yeah. too. Just Dude, my friends just that go. formulate your own opinion about things. Everybody yeah. hears this stuff and then just accepts that as their own opinion. Right. The, well, when you go just to had, a show and make your own opinion. I don't yeah. think our friends had ever been to an independent wrestling yeah. show, uh, and they had a ball. Good. good. So, I mean... I love it, hearing that. So. Yeah, and they're, they're cool. They're really, yeah. really yeah, fun people. Great. So, but great. Yeah, I mean, I'm put, you know, between the brewery and this and the upcoming wedding, is like those are the things I'm just pouring my soul into. Mm. So, I... I, I really want it to be a success there, and I think if you haven't seen it and you're willing to come out, I know it's not cheap, but it's not cheap because I bring some of the best talent around in, and I firmly believe that. I'm not even saying that cockily. It's just well, how much it, are tickets? Uh, $20. Did- 
Yeah. For a night of entertainment. I mean, what are are you going to do for 20 bucks? They're going to spend that at the movie. You're going to get a ticket and a popcorn. You're going to spend 20 bucks. Easily, yeah. So, I mean, it's really, that's not that bad. And and if, if people, you know, people complain about those prices, if they knew how much money it is, if you knew how many heads you need in the door before you even have enough to pay a wrestler between mm. venue rental, insurance, right. ring rental, like sound, all these things. So I, I, I'm trying to be as fair as I can, but it, when it's at the level we're trying to bring you, it is, it's a necessary evil. So I hope people realize that. Well worth it, folks. Seriously, yeah. if you can go, please do go. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't be there because <laughs> we're going to our second of three weddings in a row. So. Too much love in the air. <laughs> Well, if you can't go, it will be streaming live on Twitch on uh, Go Professional Wrestling's Twitch page. Just look that up. Go Professional Wrestling on Twitch, and you can see it live or after the show on IWTV. Perfect. Look at that. That's a plug and a half. (laughs) So pro. Dude. I love this episode. Thank you so much for yeah, doing this. this I really, we really appreciate it, and and good luck to you Saturday. Do it again. We'll do it again soon. I think we need like a round table with like oh, we love it with like a couple of us that were around like ten years ago. Maybe at the brewery with beers. Dude, I would, yeah. Let's see where it goes. Are yeah. you serious? Let's do it. I would yeah. love that. Doc Harris, yes, have a beer though. Yeah, <laughs> he's, like, he's, he might. You might get him to have a. I yeah, think he will. He will uh, drink a sour. Okay. He doesn't. Okay, he, there you go. he doesn't I'm love a loophole. sour, but he but he does he does enjoy a sour. We got the seltzer now too. So right on. Yeah, yeah that's cool. True. The seltzer is good. Uh, cool. Thanks. I didn't have it yet. Awesome. Well, folks, if you haven't subscribed, please do. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Idle Chat Podcast. Do us a favor. Go out and do something cool for somebody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. See you.